You're listening to HR Mavericks, a weekly podcast featuring leading small business HR professionals who share their experiences and insights to help you know how to turn your HR processes and employee experience into a strategic business advantage. Let's get into the show. Welcome to the next episode of HR Mavericks. I'm Garrett Justice, and today I'm joined by Heather Anderson, who's an HR manager at SP Plus Corporation and a super active member of our HR Mavericks community. Heather, how are you doing today? I am doing phenomenal, Garrett. How are you? I'm doing great. It's great to have you here. I know before we jumped on, you know, we had a little bit of the Monday blues drama happen before, which all of us have have happened sometimes, right? But glad, glad to hear the positivity and we're super excited to have you on the show. Yeah, I got my Mountain Dew and we're good to go. <laughs> good. Well, before we jump into our topic, tell our listeners just a little bit more about you and what, you know, your, your about your background and also what your company does. For sure. So, I am Heather Anderson. I am an HR enthusiast. I love HR. Um, And I stumbled onto it totally by accident. Um, But currently, I am a HR manager for SP Plus Corporation, which we are all throughout the United States, Canada, Puerto Rico, and um, we do parking revenue (laughs) everywhere. Um, So I am currently stationed out at the Salt Lake International Airport, which is really cool because we just got a whole bunch of awesome stuff in. Mm -hmm. And we are now, uh, I want to say the largest airport that does dynamic pricing. So you can actually go online to the Salt Lake's website and pay for your parking in advance and you get discounted rates, which is awesome. It saves so much money for people that travel. So that's exciting. Um, And then I also um, freelance with HR Mavericks, which I'm absolutely obsessed with. I love the community. Um, I'm currently also a freelance mentor for a startup company called Level Next. If you're not following them on LinkedIn, you should. Mm -hmm. And then I also serve on the board of directors for Utah State for the Society for Human Resource Management. Awesome. So we are so excited to have you on the show. And I'll put it in a plug too. If you haven't been to the Salt Lake Airport recently, tons of updates going on there too. Yes. That was not only just the website, but man, the building, it's it's going to take forever, isn't it, to finish? But oh, it's it's gorgeous. It's, it's awesome. Um, I want to say that they've, they're planning currently, and this changes day to day, but currently I've heard 2026. Yeah. Um, so. You just have to have your walking but, shoes on, right? To walk yeah. you know, super far <laughs> between the massive concourses. But it's gorgeous and there's beautiful artwork. So, I mean, yeah. you have beautiful scenery, but they do have a little shuttle now between uh-huh. concourses A and B. Good. So if you're not up for the hike, you can take a nice scenic drive. Good. That's awesome. Well, we're, like I said, we're super excited to have you on the show today and really to dive into a topic that I know you are super passionate about, which is employee labor relations. So to, to kind of start us off on this topic, first, tell us what it is. And second, tell us why you're so passionate about this topic. Sure. So employee labor relations, um, In its very basic form, it is simply the relationship between the employee and the employer Um, with the word labor kind of alluding to the work that the employees do or who they work for. But it's such a broad topic. Um, And especially for the new HR practitioners, that HR term or that term alone can be very confusing, can be very daunting, and it sounds very legal ease. (laughs) So compliance um, heavy, right? Yes. Yes, absolutely. And when you even Google it, like when you pull up uh, 
pictures of it, there's words like bargaining and unions and contracts and mm-hmm. mediation and collectives and compliance, arbitration laws, policies. And yes, those are all a big part of it, but it is not as scary as it sounds. And that's something that um, I really just want to be able to, to change that perspective on it. Um, employee relations is so much more than just those words. I mean, yes, those words are very important. Um, you definitely want to take them seriously and do them correctly and effectively. But ultimately, it comes down to encompassing everything from your recruitment to uh, your your day-to-day interactions with your employees, their yeah. overall daily experience, how they feel about you and the employer every day. Yeah. It's that culture. It's that DEI and them being able to come in and be their authentic self when they come to work. Yeah. And the people that they're around knowing that they're safe and that they're cared for and that they're understood. And that's a, a huge part of, of that employee relations is being that advocate being that person to help uh, them understand things. Um, You know, you look at the policies and procedures and and there's just a lot there that you have to help them with on a day-to-day basis. And it's, it's not all negative. It's a, it's a huge positive. It helps build that, that trust and, and, you know, helping to change that perspective. Um, You know, I was told when I got into HR, it comes with a set of horns and I'm like, well, I work at the local haunted house fear factory and I've been there for, you know, since 2013. And I'm like, I've got three pairs in my closet. So, I mean, we're good. (laughs) Like, (laughs) you know, so it's, it's changing that perspective of, uh, having HR be that department that they can go to to vent, to have yeah. that safe venting zone um, that they can trust to help get stuff done, mm-hmm. you know, and that we will absolutely be their advocates and help them understand and, and provide that positive working environment for them. Yeah, I really like that. And I think that, you know, you started off by talking about if you were to just Google the term employee labor relations, a lot of the things that you see are inherently a little negative, right? But I I really like that you kind of ended on that point of trust because really it, to me, it's really about, there's two sides to that coin. Yes. You have to make sure that you're taking care of the company and the company's interests, but also the employees, right? Those workers who are there and you're kind of that mediator there to help both get what they want um, out of this contract that they've entered into and help both have, you know, great output, great, you know, results, great experiences along the way. And so I think I really like how you pointed that out because I think there are definitely two sides to that. Sometimes you can focus so much on the negative or the legal or the compliance aspect that you forget the human side of it, which is equally, if not more important, right? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So Heather, I want to ask you, I want to sidetrack a little bit. I want to come back to this in a minute, but you, you mentioned at the very beginning how much you love um, HR, right? And like, yes. you, can, you can see it in you as you talk about this topic. So tell us a little bit more about that. I want to understand that. What got you into HR and really what's kept you in it? Why do you love it so much? And then we'll come back to our topic. Fair enough. Um, so funny story. Uh, I had... So I grew up in law enforcement, like my family is very rooted here in Utah. Um, You know, my father founded a couple cities. They worked for a local county, Um, you know, like my whole family is just very much. So I grew up believing 
in that justice, you know, that bad guys are going to get put away, you know, and the good guys will prevail. And um, obviously that's a whole other topic, but Mm -hmm. that's kind of what instilled in me. So I ended up working in security for a really long time, which was so much fun. I did loss prevention, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, then I actually switched gears and went to transportation for 10 years. And my security company brought me back and hired me as their HR with the uh, executive assistant at the time was my old HR manager. Mm-hmm. And she was by far the cutest old lady. She fired my ex-husband <laughs> five times <laughs> and he praises that woman. Oh, like she is like the, I'm like hashtag goals. If I yeah. can fire someone that many times and they still love me, I'm doing my job right. Yeah. And she was just such an inspiration. And I realized when I got in there, just how much of a difference I could make. Yeah. Like it wasn't just a, a saying anymore. Like I could hear the employees and I could do something about it. And how cool is that? Mm-hmm. And it took my love of people and my love of law and it molded it into this perfect, beautiful awesomeness. And I was like, all right, okay, so this is what I'm doing. I'm going full bore. So I was actually um, going to school to get my marketing degree. And I switched that over to HR management, um, which I'm really excited to graduate with my bachelor's this year, which is fun. Congrats. That's awesome. Thanks. It's been wonderful. I've been, and the best part is, is like when you learn something and you can actually implement it in your day to day, I'm like, yes, win. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I uh, LinkedIn stalked a bunch of people that looked super important from Sherm. And I was like, you should be my friend. <laughs> and I've met some of the most amazing people. Um, local celebrity here in Utah is Joe Tate, works with GBS. And he's mm-hmm. uh, one of the founders of Boost HR. He's mm-hmm. amazing. I would not be where I am today without him. And uh, then my friend, Elisa Garn was the president of Sherm and she helped me substantially. And now she's the the CEO and founder of Level Next. And so mm-hmm. she's just really pushing that HR. And it's such an amazing experience to be around people who are just as passionate about people mm-hmm. as I am. And it's infectious and it's just amazing. I love it. You can see that, you know, that how much you love it. And I think that goes a long way. So and I think that is like a perfect tie-in to our topic, right? Because when we bring it back to this topic of employee labor relations, again, you know, it should be centered on that love of people and helping them be successful. And when they're successful, it's the company's successful also. And it's just kind of this win-win, right? So yes, kind of coming back to this topic, a little bit of employee labor relations, what are some common issues that, you know, HR managers out there should be aware of when it comes to this topic of employee labor relations? So the number one, my, the biggest one I could not stress enough is communication, communicate, 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 be as transparent as possible. Um, And this is something that uh, you know, there are, there are a lot of awesome suggestions and a lot of different articles about different employee relations over on the HR Mavericks. So if you haven't gone in and looked at those, do it because they are phenomenal um, and you get different perspectives. Um, I have always worked in industries that you can't do them online. Like I have been in industries where they are 24, 7, 365, you have to be in person mm-hmm. and that creates a whole different set of challenges. Um, but with where I'm at now, it's beautiful because of the diversity that we have in our workforce. But with that comes 
exceptional challenges. So it's like the coolest thing ever to see all these different cultures and nationalities and the, just the, the pure diversity of these amazing people, mm-hmm. but it creates our own set of challenges. So you've got communication has to be there and you have to be able to build that relationship with your, with your staff and make sure that they feel safe coming to talk to you. So your communication is key. What you say to a group of people, everyone's going to take differently. Um, So make sure that if there's someone you need to pull aside separately, Mm -hmm. do so. Like make make sure that they're understanding because in HR, it doesn't matter what the intent is. It's all about how it's received. Mm -hmm. And you want to make sure that you're there. So with the employee labor relations, a lot of things you're going to have are going to be complaints and grievances. And when they come to you, I always like to tell my people, my office can be a safe venting zone if you need it, but let me know first. (laughs) I'd rather them come into my office and vent to me Mm -hmm. than do something out there that causes another problem. I want them to know this is a safe venting zone because there's truth in that anger. There's truth in that frustration that you are not going to normally get. And in those situations, don't try to fix the problem right then. Mm -hmm. Validate their feelings, which is very different than agreeing from them. You Mm -hmm. can totally disagree or they could totally be not even anywhere near in the round ballpark of being correct, but validate their feelings. Um, And if you need a good book about validation, I strongly suggest um, Michael S. Sorensen's I Hear You. Hmm. It's called the surprisingly simple skill behind extraordinary relationships. And it's Hmm. all about validation. And he does it in not just work context, but in the home as well, which has helped me substantially in my personal relationships. Um, But it talks about that stuff because when you have an employee that comes into your office, even if they're wrong, they just need to vent and you have validated their feelings they leave your office feeling like, oh my gosh, they listened to me. They cared. They understood me. And then if you need to go back a little bit later when they're not upset and be like, okay, I looked into it for you. I just wanted to clear some things up for you and make sure you understood these policies or make sure you understood the situation or let me clear up this miscommunication. And that in itself can resolve so many issues from escalating. You would be shocked. Yeah. But you also have to be able to do that with your management team as well. Because mm-hmm. I, I have quite the diverse team of, of managers and senior leaderships that I've worked with over the years, and they do not all communicate the same way. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, if you haven't checked out, uh, I want to say it's Stephen Farber's the, the Hero Culture. He uses the disc assessment with the different uh-huh. birds about owls yeah. and parrots. And that's a phenomenal thing. You should totally check him out. Yeah, but we, it's had, absolutely it on, we had him on here. Yeah, we had him on here for a podcast where he talked yes. about it on a previous episode. So yeah, it's yes. so yes. true. Go check it out because it, it is. I am a parrot. <laughs> I love total parrot. I'm quite a bit of dove. And it is very different because I work with an eagle <laughs> mm-hmm. and I have to tailor myself sometimes. Um, but we have a lot of owls out there too. And, mm-hmm. you know, I have some very strong dove managers and it, it really does make a difference in how you communicate with them. But yeah. I would say it's something that I'm willing to take that extra effort to go that extra mile to make sure that I'm communicating effectively with my management so that I can give them uh, solid advice. Mm-hmm. Even if that advice is, it depends. Let me go check on that. Yeah. Yep. And then be able to take that back to my employees and say, Hey, I checked this out for you. Yeah. Here you go. 
It's so good, man. There's so much good stuff in what you just mentioned that, uh, one of the things that stood out to me the most is it goes back to, in my mind, what we were talking about at the very beginning about trust. And the only way that you can really build trust, trust someone is through communication. You know what I mean? Like as you build a relationship, as they know that you have their back, as you're willing to just listen and let them vent at times, it builds trust and trust is the core piece to giving people the benefit of the doubt. So many issues I think in the workplace can just be, could have been solved if there was better communication that led to stronger trust. Right. If, and we could remind ourselves, you know, everyone is, well-intentioned and there, there, um, might've been some other context behind, you know, what may have happened or whatnot. So really the trust piece is what it comes back to for me. And I think that communication is just the way to build that. Yes. That, and don't assume (laughs) never, ever, ever assume, uh, especially when you're dealing with certain things like sexual harassment cases, Mm -hmm. Oh, the stories I could tell you. (laughs) There are times where it is absolutely a textbook case. And I'm like, are you serious? And I have to fire you right now because why are you doing this? Come on, where's your human decency? Mm -hmm. Um, Then there are other times where it really was just an AB conversation and somebody came in on the back end and did not understand anything. Mm -hmm. And here you go. Um, I've, I've seen it across the whole spectrum. And even with all the investigations I've done, um, never, ever, ever, ever assume that, you know, what's going on, you know, get all the evidence, talk to all the people and just let, and just listen, like, don't, don't try to correct them. Don't try and, you know, like, cause then they're going to shut down on you. And then you lose a bit of that trust because they get defensive. They don't want to talk to you. You have to just be open and be there for them. And if you have to circle back around with them later when they're not super emotional, so you can get, you know, correct or take care of any actionable items, then Mm -hmm. do that Yep. because then you're going to continue to hold that trust. So sacred, you know, it's, it's important. It's good. Awesome. Awesome. So we talked, you know, about really that idea of communication being one of the common issues that, you know, a lot of people face. What about like, what are some suggestions that you have on how to really improve that employer labor relationship? Educate yourself. Okay. Super, super important. You can't help people without helping yourself first. Um, and that goes across all spectrums. Like HR burnout right now is so crazy Hi. prevalent. Yeah. Oh my good Lord. Um, and sometimes you have to just take a step back. You know, we were joking the other day about how, you know, our, our schedules quote unquote says that we work 40 hours and we all giggled and we're like, mm-hmm. really? Is that a mm-hmm. thing? Mm-hmm. You know, around the clock, um, take care of yourself and invest in yourself. Never stop learning, never start growing and don't, take all the answers. You you don't have to have all the answers, you know, go out and and talk to your community, you know, which HR Mavericks is a, oh, where was this when I first started in (laughs) HR? You know, when I went back to my security team, um, I was an HR department of one. I had 450 employees across three states and it was crazy. It was a huge learning curve and I had to depend on my managers to help me. Um, and I wish that there had been something like this out there at that time. But, you know, if 
there you look into LinkedIn and, and there's lots of groups and things like that. But honestly, the best I've seen has been the HR Mavericks. So I can't thank you guys enough for putting this together because this has been so huge. Um, where you can reach out to these guys and go to these different um, you know, encyclopedia entries and ask your questions and get legit answers back from people who have been there, done that, got the t-shirt, and you can, yeah. you know, really reach out. And that's probably one of the biggest things you can do. That and just listen. Listen, listen mm-hmm. to your people, spend time with them. Even if that means that you schedule time in your week to just go out and be with them. Mm-hmm. I know that sounds totally anti-productive, and your deadlines are going to scream at you later, but legit do it and, yep. and be, be humble. Like, yep. you know, be transparent, follow up when you say you're going to follow up. If you don't know something flat out, admit it, mm-hmm. they will appreciate your honesty. Yeah. Um, but that's probably the the biggest things that you can do to, to really improve those. Um, and then make sure that you're, it's not just all about the employees. It's about your senior leadership. So as much effort as you put into your, your employees and your frontline and your supervisors, put that same amount of effort into your managers as well, yep. because they're employees too, yep. you know, and they're the ones that can help get things done. They can get you can get your buy-in from them, brainstorm with them, come to them with potential solutions. Yeah. Like it, they, people don't like people who just throw problems at them. Yep. You know, like one of my, one of my top strengths uh, with StrengthsFinder is uh, restorative. And that's something that I'm always super conscious of is like, oh, I found all these problems. How do I solve them? Yeah. You know, because I don't want to just go <laughs> up and be like, hey, so these things are wrong. Uh-huh. Um, I want to bring something to the table. Even if they tell me that it's stupid and we're not doing that, at least I brought something than nothing. But it starts that conversations. Um, and you can bring to them like, hey, you know, we're hearing that there's some communication issues. What are you guys actually doing? Like, are they just not paying attention or, you know, like try and find the, the root of the problem and then see what you can do to help support your managers, help support your senior leaderships. You know, like the whole name, human resources, we are that resource for humans, yep. you know, we need to put humans back in human resource. You know, we're there for people and that includes all, all levels. Yeah. All levels. So you want to make sure that you're, you're looking for those, those little cog wheels or those little Mm -hmm. connecting pieces and be that driving communication force to help make sure that what senior leadership says can be translated into, um, words and phrases that your frontline will understand and vice versa. Because no matter where you go, the higher up the food chain you get, the more, you know, the more you get disconnected from what they do on a day-to-day basis. And, and it's, it's not a bad thing. It's just an is thing. Mm -hmm. We need to remind them sometimes. Yeah. And, and give that feedback because not, not everybody hears it, but you have to say it the right way. You have to communicate correctly to get things accomplished and get things done. That's really what it means to be a business partner, right? For to partner with some of those business leaders for the business and be that intermediary between sometimes that the leadership and the front line, like you said. So yeah. yeah, I think that's awesome. And thank you for the plug for HR Mavericks. I'm glad that you're finding it 
super valuable and definitely would encourage anyone who's interested to check out not only the podcast, but also, you know, the encyclopedia, join our Slack group where you can connect with other people, you know, um, just like Heather and ask questions and share some of your insights and what you're seeing and learning too. That was the whole idea behind it. We want to democratize HR knowledge and best practices, especially for those small businesses that need it the most. So, um, Heather, thank you so much for taking this time today for this conversation. It's been awesome. And I think we probably, we could go another hour on this topic because there's so much more to talk about. We know we just scratched the surface here, but love your passion about this topic. And I think that there were some really good nuggets and what we talked about today that hopefully people can take back and apply in their own businesses. So as we get ready to wrap up here, one of the last questions I like to ask all of our guests that come on is just what's one tip, what's one thing you think that our listeners should do this week to improve their HR or people functions? Tell your people, thank you. Bring out that positivity. I mean, we go day to day dealing with problems all the time. Take the time to go out and just say thank you because mm-hmm. your business would not be there without them. Yeah. It would not make money without them. We would not have jobs or careers or passions without them. Yep. Show your appreciation. You will be surprised just how have in their day. I love it. Such a great tip. And I think it comes back to what you were just saying a minute ago is putting the human back in human relations, right? Um, So I think that that's awesome. Thank you so much for joining our show today. You know, as, um, as we wrap up here, if there are listeners that want to get in contact with you and have follow up questions on this topic, what's the best way for them to do that? So you can always reach me through uh, HR Mavericks. I am listed on there for sure. Um, you can also find me on LinkedIn. Um, I searched myself just to see how hard that was. And it's Heather Anderson, comma, Sherm dash CP. Um, and I am based in Utah. There's only two of us in there. One's in Roanoke. I don't know her, but she looks pretty cool. Um, <laughs> but I'm the one based in Utah. Awesome. So those are probably the best two ways to reach me. Perfect. We will drop the links to both of those places where you can find and connect with Heather in the show notes. So don't have to worry about writing those down. If you're listening, just check out the show notes and you can find them there. So Heather, thank you again so much for taking the time to share some of your insights with us on this awesome topic. And we hope you have a great rest of the day. You too. Have a great week. Thank you. Today, enduring companies know that their people are their most important assets and they invest in helping them excel. But often, small businesses with limited HR resources struggle to manage their people, payroll, and processes efficiently and create an environment where frontline, deskless employees thrive. That's why we created Eddy. Eddy is the all-in-one HR suite built for local businesses that streamlines tedious HR processes and improves the employee experience for frontline workers. With Eddy, you can hire, manage, pay, and engage employees with one easy-to-use software. No headache required. You've already done the hard part by creating a great business. Now let us help you take it to the next level. Visit eddy.com today to request a demo.